0: Hi there, I'm Dean Heskin. Thank you for tuning in to our most recent episode of our podcast, The Secret War on Cash, uh, where we take a look at today's financial markets, today's economy, uh, some of the developments, the changes, uh, sometimes good, sometimes not so good, but things that are helping to shape the future landscape financially and economically here in America. Uh, I have joining me today, Dr. Jerome Corsi. Uh, Good morning, Jerry. How are you?
1: I'm great, Dean. Good to be with you again. Thank you.
0: It's great to have you, and it's all. when I say great to have you, I mean that for a lot of reasons, not least of which being um, just the the vast amount of knowledge that uh, you bring to the table. You've authored multiple books on multiple different topics, um, and that's certainly something we could get into in another podcast, but uh, why don't we, for today, in fact, I'll just get right right into it. I know, you know, as we had uh, kind of briefly had the conversation prior to this podcast, Uh, about some of the things that we would be discussing, Bidenomics came up. And, you know, as I was thinking about that, you know, a person might ask, well, what is Bidenomics? And I mean, honestly, Bidenomics, you could really say is anything that's going on in our economy during, you know, the Joe Biden administration. But um, I thought, you know, that's probably a little vague and a a little vast for the average listener, So I enlisted the help of Google and found through NerdWallet, which is how could you do much better than get uh, great information from from a, a website uh, uh, that goes by NerdWallet? A little bit more of a formal or structured definition of what Bidenomics is. And you'll see that on your screen or on the link if you're listening. And it gets into you know, the various aspects of what Biden, Bidenomics entails, which you know is some of it is bottom up, building the economy from the bottom up. Uh, one of the, uh, what I would call some of the cornerstones of Bidenomics is helping the middle class to grow. Um, and if we just use those two things alone, Jerry, and I know you've got a lot to, to talk about with this, those things aren't happening. And so if if you were talking, as a lot of people do, is Bidenomics working or failing, based on those two alone, personally, I would say it looks more like it's failing. What would you say?
1: Uh, it's definitely fail, failing, Dean. Uh, the Rhetoric that's coming out of the Biden administration is all happy talk and I want you to believe the middle class is thriving. Let's look at some of the real statistics. Uh, since January 2021, real disposable income is down 7.5%. Home ownership affordability is down 37.3%. Uh, but credit card debt is up 36.2% and monthly savings are down 81.4%. What this means is that the middle class in the United States is getting crushed right now by the inflation that we've had under the Biden administration, and the Federal Reserve does not have control over that any longer. We're printing money like crazy under this modern monetary theory. We're now at $34 trillion in national debt, and we'll get to $35 trillion at an accelerated rate because we're just continuing to spend more money that we don't have all the time. So the number of Americans who are working two or more jobs has now reached its highest level since the pandemic start. This is according to federal data. There are nearly 8.4 million people, according to the department of labor who are holding multiple jobs just to make ends meet. Now that represents 5.2% of the workforce, which is the largest share of moonlighters, second job holders since 2020. And this reflects economic duress. It, it reflects the fact that people are starting to live on their credit cards, that they cannot have savings. The savings are depleting, and the purchasing powers of their dollars are dramatically reduced. So if you take $100 and go to the grocery store, it's kind of shocking how little it buys compared to what it did just a few years ago. And gasoline is up. Food is up. I mean, the idea of the middle class is secure right now. The middle class has probably never been this insecure uh, going back decades, maybe even back to the great depression. uh, The fear in the economy is enormous. And it's, it's realistic because when your purchasing power diminishes, it's very hard to use your income, which is not increasing to maintain your standard of living. And that's the unfortunate reality of Bidenomics.
0: Yeah. And it's, you know, the, the problems, uh, as we've even covered on uh, previous podcasts, you know, are not, there doesn't seem to be a solution in place. And the problems that you're mentioning with the the credit card debt, um, in fact, in just our last uh, podcast episode, we talk about how, uh, house housing foreclosures are uh reaching record highs right now, and it just doesn't seem as though there's any reprieve in sight there's nothing coming out from this administration there's nothing coming out from from anyone on on Wall Street as to you know what is going to in fact stop this bleeding and right the ship if you will so that's what's really of great concern is yes these problems are real and and we're in the midst of them uh, midst of them excuse me but uh, when is there going to be any kind of relief or reprieve in sight? And, you know, talking about, you know, the middle class, and I know you touched on this just a moment ago as well, but that's the thing, like the the jobs forecast seems to be getting, you know, worse and worse as well. Um, in 2024, there's the article, the, the viewers and listeners can uh, see in the link or on the screen, uh, talking about how, There's going to be over a quarter of a million expected layoffs in the job sector for in the tech industry, the tech industry of all things, which you would think at a time like now with AI and things of that nature, which I know are replacing a lot of these jobs. uh, But to see that that big of of an anticipated layoff number, there's no way for the in, in my opinion, anyways, for the economy to rebound or start getting strength back when you start seeing more and more reports like these. I mean, what are your thoughts there, Jerry?
1: Well, exactly. the reports of the number of companies that are planning layoffs in 2024 are frightening. And it's all through the economy. You take a look at cities like San Francisco and the the homelessness is out of control. Drugs in the streets, crime. Uh, What you're seeing is the uh, commercial real estate market is about to crash. There's like $2 trillion of commercial real estate that has to be refinanced between now and 2028. And buildings are largely empty, 30% vacancies or 50% in cities like San Francisco. The uh, businesses are closing up in San Francisco because it's not safe to come into the central cities anymore. Chicago is another case of being overwhelmed by this influx of new immigrants coming across the border. And, and the social problems of the cities can't be solved. So you're having a massive kind of collapse of the urban areas, which is also going to reduce employment. When people are not returning to the offices to work because they're working from home and prefer to work, it's safer to work from home and more convenient, The all the businesses, the restaurants and the retail businesses downtown that support workers having to come into downtown to work, they also are hurt. So you've got forces here which are going to continue to collapse the economy, and eventually this credit bubble is going to burst. May not, they'll try sure. to keep it going maybe through 2024 as long as they can because it's an election year, but a major crash is built into the global economy. It's just a question of when it's going to happen, and the history of these crashes are that when they happen, gold accelerates dramatically in price, And we're beginning to see that already. Gold is consistently now trading over $2,000 an ounce. That means it's at a new technical level and it's poised for a dramatic rise. Uh, I think people should take their, have to think seriously about taking some of their depreciating dollars and getting an asset like gold or silver, which has a strong potential of appreciating and preserving your purchasing power because the economics are, are are hard baked in right now. It's just a matter of when the crash occurs and how long they can keep this bubble going. But bubbles always burst. Sure.
0: Well, you know, and, and I'm glad you brought up the the fact that we're going into an election year. Because, you know, as, as we talk about, there appears to be no reprieve in sight. If there is one thing that may potentially at least suspend some of the... this economic or financial tragedy households are having to endure right now, um, there might be some relief or forgiveness given in the debt sector by the current administration uh, because Lord knows they don't want to go into an election season when they have, you know, foreclosures at all-time, all-time highs. In fact, I do believe I read or heard recently that it's already on the table that veterans uh, would be, uh, you know, allowed some form of financial forgiveness on, uh, delinquent mortgages and things of that nature. Uh, so we may start to see some of that, but that is, it's good in the short term because it, it maybe prevents some families from experiencing some misery. Um, but it does certainly nothing to improve the long-term because it doesn't change anything. In fact, in a way it makes it worse because it just is allowing uh, that debt to be put into suspense as additional debt is being incurred. And yeah, to your point, that 's where with gold being diversified in gold at a time like this, especially you know when we didn't even get into it much here today, but with inflationary uh, pressures being as they are and expected they're anticipated to go higher, um, that traditionally has been a, a very strong driving po- uh, force for precious metals and that's why and in many of our podcasts as we covered going into the end of last year in twenty twenty three um, it's numerous uh, forecasts came out, uh, J.P. Morgan, uh, Goldman Sachs. Um, there was just a, a long list of people who are suggesting that uh, by the end of 2024, Jerry, with gold prices, as you mentioned, sitting today at roughly $2,000 an ounce, today being a year later, or the end of 2024, um, the, the prices could be as high as 3000 an ounce. In fact, six months into this year, uh, expected to be probably in the 2600 to $2,700 an ounce range. So you're absolutely right. I mean, gold prices are poised and positioned for a huge, well, as the article says there, a, a bullish breakout.
1: Yes. And it's a major theme of the book we've written, co authored together, Dean, this How the Coming Global Crash Will Create an Historic Gold Rush, where we've demonstrated that in past crises, for instance, in the 1970s when we had the OPEC oil embargo that that staged the increase in gold going up you know to eight hundred and forty three dollars an ounce uh, when Ronald Reagan took office in nineteen eighty uh, the economy largely collapsed under J- Jimmy Carter and then in two thousand eight two thousand nine when we had the collapse of the subprime mortgage market now the commercial real estate market is poised to collapse on, and all these losses have to be taken by the banks or the investment packages of these mortgages, the the collateralized mortgage obligations, somebody's taking a loss. So in 2008 to 2009, when the subprime market crashed, gold went to $1,426 an ounce. Then in COVID, gold went to the high of $2,074.60 an ounce on March 8th, 2022. That high is being challenged right now. And as that high gets significantly broken, you're going to see a new horizon. Gold could easily be $3,000 an ounce at the end of this year, despite efforts to prop up the economy. Because the, the Fed is trapped. If the Fed increases interest rates, the economic activity is going to diminish. We're borderline going into a recession right now. If they increase Interest rates that will cause that problem. If they decrease interest rates, they're going to stimulate the rise in inflation. So either they're going to just depress the economic activity by increasing rates, or they're going to keep the rates low and they're or lower than they are today. And that's going to cause inflation to start increasing. So the Fed is caught in sure. a dilemma. There is no Goldilocks solution to this because the economy is teetering between either having inflationary increases or having decreases in employment and neither situation is very good but the only thing history tells us is that when we get these crises the asset that increases in value are gold and silver and gold is positioned here and I I've seen all the reports you've mentioned across the board people are saying gold is positioned for an historic rise and three thousand dollars announced by the end of 2024 is not only conceivable, it's increasingly likely gold is going to move in that direction.
0: I agree. And, you know, I'll tell you, we've got a lot of year left to to live here as we're in the early start here of 2024. Uh, But Jerry, thanks for being with us today. And uh, hopefully we can have you on a few more times here throughout the year, whenever you have time or availability. Uh, As we continue to watch, you know, not only what's going on with Uh, the debt in the country, what we, as we watch with some developments, which we haven't even discussed here today, but maybe at a future time we can, uh, which is the uh, further emergence of the alliance known as BRICS. uh, I think that's going to play a very important role or part in what happens in our markets over the course of the next year. But as you know, as you look at some of these, excuse me, these changes and developments that are occurring, it is, it's, as we've mentioned, it's happening at a very, very rapid rate. And it's something that being forewarned, is forearmed, being prepared is really the key. Uh, I know that we've had the copy of our book uh, on the screen or in the link as uh, we've been going through this podcast. And for any of you tuning in, if you'd like to get a free or complimentary copy of our report, The Secret War in Cash, or the the book that Jerry and I uh, had co-authored together uh, I know we have a toll uh, excuse me a local number on the screen for the book but if you want any of that information the book as well you can contact our toll-free number uh, 1-800-289-2646 and ask for a copy of that book ask for a copy of the secret war uh, you could also go to our website at www.swissamerica.com uh, and at, and request the information there as well and we really encourage you to do so uh, as you know as we head into what seems to be or is is shaping up to be a very, very transitional time financially speaking here in this country. So thanks again, Jerry. Thank you for those of you who have been tuning in. If you're not following us on social media, please do so. And if you are not already subscribed to this podcast, we hope you do that as well. If you have any comments, leave those for us. And we look forward to uh, our next podcast episode where we can cover uh, more interesting topics like this and take a look at what direction we think uh, we see things heading here in the near future. So thanks again, Jerry.
1: My great pleasure. Thank you, Dean.